This is crazy. How are you feeling about your fantasy team, man? 12 game win streak. This guy's loving life. I see you smiling right now. This guy's happy. You know, you're still not in the group chat, so I know you're you're enjoying this in silence for sure. I will return just during the off season, but the the win streak is pretty nice. It's pretty nice. I enjoy winning. Who doesn't enjoy winning, right, Ron? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. You know, at the end of the season, you just need to make sure that you, you know, you seal the deal because if you lose this one, I feel like this would be a huge, huge, I don't know, it'll be a huge setback for you. I'll, I see I'm speechless. I can't say anything, but I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. Uh, humble hustle and just keep, keep playing smart, playing smart, being open minded to all the moves I can. And I should be fine. I should be able to pull out the W with this one. Let's see, man. Hopefully you do. Um, for your sake. I don't want to deal with you for a whole year after being a loser again. So it, it won't be. Especially if you're a finalist again. <laughs> oh, wow. I could tell that would hurt a lot, man. I know. Back-to-back years finalists. Um, <laughs> at least I know that I did not lose any money. So that would be somewhat of a positive. It's just not a big enough positive. But I that's why I enjoy playing with everybody. Um you know, and, and honestly, I, I like to I like to you know me, Ron. I, I like to I like to cause drama. That's why I did that whole thing with the group chat. Like like it it was come on, we we we, we play fantasy basketball. We ain't we ain't fighters, you know. We we lovers, so um Yeah, you're you're definitely a lover. Yeah, it it was all it was all like like I talked to everybody in the in the chat, like literally everyone. So uh, all of it is just, you know, smoke. Um I like the the drama and and honestly it got me fired up. I use it to kind of spark me. You know how Michael Jordan tells lies to himself? So I did the same thing too and <laughs> It's working, right? Maybe I could be like the Bulls when they were, uh, what was it, 72 and 10? Yeah. yeah, and they won it. So hopefully I could do the same thing. Yeah, maybe you can. We'll see. Um, this week you have a good matchup. I think that you'll win. But right now it's not looking like that. It looks like it's pretty close from what I can see. Ha! Don't lie to yourself. Please. I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a funny guy but whatever man. how how about you i see you putting a clapping on someone like jeez like you took out the belt like you know them old school whoopings that we would get Mm-mm-mm. still too early to tell i do want to be at least 500 going into the playoffs maybe mostly for my own pride it doesn't really matter but I don't want to be below 500. I want to be at 500, so I have to win this game. And I'm almost 1,000% sure I'll win the last game. So if I win this game, then I will at least finish 500, in my opinion. Hey, man, that, that can be... If you can win this week, that will be a very big playoff push win for you. A very big win. 
We'll see, man. Everything I'm doing is strategic now. Look at these players that I'm not dropping. I don't want anyone to pick them up because every single player I've dropped, people just pick up and then they help their team and then I don't have them when my players get injured again. So I'm just trying to be greedy, try to be tactical, try to be smart and see how that goes this time. Yeah, the, the waiver wire will play a key role uh, during the playoffs. So yeah for sure man i want to play but, you um, again man i really ah man we probably won't see each other until the finals like i think that's what it's going to be because you're probably going to finish in seven and i'm going to finish first so it's either the next time we see each other is either in the finals or the start of the new season so yeah we'll see what happens man like i i still think i can beat you barely but i still think i can beat you i just need to get to you that's the problem there's a high chance i won't hey. but if there's even a fraction of a percentage i will use that as some sort of motivation hey my team is is just like real steel do you remember that movie with the robot boxer i heard of the movie but i never watched oh it. man watch it watch it that's how i just i could take hits and then you know, with my stamina and my power, just release it right back at you, you know? So I'm like Kirby, man, right? Just right back at you. Yeah, man. We'll see. We'll see, guy. Have you been watching any of the Winter Olympics at all? No. Not, nothing, eh? Nah, it's too cold for me, man. I, I'm more of a summer guy. But I know I know. I do. Uh, the females, congrats. Congrats. Beating USA. Yeah. See? Yeah, that's good. See, I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention. You know how everyone is about their team sports, right? That's usually what everyone pays attention to. Hockey, soccer. Whenever those teams win, everyone talks about it. But yeah, it's... it's I, I don't really like the fact that it's been in that time zone for the last... I think it's three consecutive Olympics. So it was in... Pyeongchang um, in 2018, then last year in Tokyo, this year in Beijing. The time difference is like killing me. Like, you know, you either got to be up real late to watch it or you got to wake up real early to watch anything. So it's been really hard to keep up. I'm just hoping. I think that the next one is in 2024 and that's in Paris. So then at least things will be like at a a little bit more of a manageable time. You know, I'm tired of being up so early or go to bed so late. It's annoying. I agree. Uh, that time thing, that's why. And then especially because it's so hard to watch the highlights mm-hmm. with those TV rules. It's kind of like if you miss it, then you, you really it's miss it. it. It's part of history. <laughs> yeah. It's actually part of history. It's a, it's a one time thing, man. <laughs> It's it's real frustrating. It's more rare than a solar eclipse. Like at least a solar eclipse comes every what? Why, like, why is this guy trying? Fifteen yo, years. Easy there, Kevin Hart. Easy there, Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just trying to make me laugh. Chill, man. It's not a stand-up comedy session right now. Oh God, Mike. <laughs> but that was funny. Still, I can't lie. Guys, like, thank you for listening to um, Knowledge and Nonsense. This is episode 45. Uh, you guys can listen to us on Apple, Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor.
So I, I guess we'll just do what we've been doing. Start off with the truckers again, or at least, yeah, mm-hmm. what's going on there. You see how it's going now. They're ho- Emergencies Act. They're holding down the fort. I seen a, I seen a picture of a guy with a sign that states, hold the line. Hey, Ron, when someone says hold the line, geez, hey, they're committed. Now, with um the with Trudeau invoking the that act, what's the, the what's the name of the act again? Um, it's the emergency. Yes, act. and has never been released and never been used before, and now he's using it. So, uh, for this for the protesters, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Allowing all that power for the R. RMCP, RCMP. Sorry. Oh my god. Right, (laughs) allowing them with all that power. Hey, but these guys are really staying, Ron. But some of these, some of these allegations I'm hearing, you know, with um, Russia funding it to (laughs) kind of cover up for the for them invading. Well, they're planning to invade um ukraine so i don't know i don't know it's there's a lot it's okay like honestly like i am definitely a conspiracy theorist but sometimes it's like man some of this stuff is um it seems pretty out there but you know you never know that's the whole thing about conspiracies you never know um i just feel that right now them invoking the emergencies act it's pretty aggressive. It's been a few weeks, and they haven't really been able to stop these people. You know, you, you add in the fact that they're freezing the funds. They're going to make it harder for people to get to Ontario. It's just, it seems like they're finally starting to take some sort of action, you know, but it almost seems as if right now the people do want them to maybe be aggressive with them you know i mean it seems like they it kind of seems like they do want this to happen you know it's because if you do do this there's going to be so much images of this if you're aggressive with these people the imagery and all of that is going to be problematic you know so we'll see what happens i am i don't want people to get hurt but i'm interested to see how this all develops man what are they going to do you know I, i do feel some people will get hurt if it is if these people are down to just hold the line, you know, and they're trying to get them out of there or there's going to be consequences, pretty severe ones. Um, and especially because remember there were reports of children being there as well. I always feel like they're never going to be that aggressive. Cause I, I automatically, if children are impacted, people are unforgiving, completely unforgiving. So I don't think that they're going to go that far, but who knows, you know, like sometimes, you know, one bad decision or one mistake can cause, you know, grave consequences in situations like this. I'm thinking more of the fact of just watching your parent being arrested. And, you know, there's a tradition that every time you go to bed, a parent would read you a story, kiss you goodnight, sing you a lullaby. And that one night, they're not able to do that. So um, that could be pretty traumatizing. 
um, for a child, I would assume. I know, but like this whole thing, this whole experience could be seen to be traumatizing themselves. You know, why is it that they have to be in this, you know, in the capital for this long? You would expect something to have been done. It kind of makes it seem like this is not necessarily something that they find that important. Who keeps calling me, man? That's why you got two phones. I got two phones, one for the plug and one for the road. (laughs) This is my work phone. I finished work and someone is just calling me nonstop on my work phone. Like, is it? I don't know, man. This is really irritating. Is it? Is it a callie or is it like uh, external? It's external. Like it's actually like um, a client calling me. Oh. Well, if you I know, but I'm done work. If you I, like, you know, you shut down. If you gave them your number, it could be probably important. No, it's my work phone, though. Like on a work phone, it's different, you know, like that's your actual phone. It's just that this person just keeps calling and I don't know who it is. I don't know what it's for, but it's after work hours. So whatever for now, just leave a message. True. No, but I'm just trying to say, like, I don't give everybody my extension, right? No, but I actually have, like, a phone. I don't have an extension. Yeah, so that's more personal. So I'm saying if they're actually calling no, on the I phone. No, I know, but everyone gets my phone. Like, if you're a client and I'm dealing with you, you would only get my phone number. I don't have an extension. Okay, Ron. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what more. It's an iPhone, man. Like, it's not like, a, I don't know, like, one of those virtual phones they have. But anyways, man. I guess we'll just uh, segue this phone call into work, you know, like now that they're relaxing everything with COVID, March 1st in Ontario is coming, you know, like the restrictions, I think everything except for masks is going to kind of go away for now, at least. It's seeming like a lot of offices that didn't make the decision on being 100% virtual may actually start encouraging people to go back into the office. I saw an article where there is a company that is allowing for a four-day work week. They're not necessarily changing their hours. It's the same. So it's like four days, I guess, eight hours a day. With them, pay is the same. Like with all the stuff that's gone on through COVID, we need to start reevaluating what the, you know, the work-to-home ratio is. You know, if you're going to encourage people to come into the office, maybe four-day work week is a little bit better than a five-day work week previously or maybe even even if they have the hybrid or you work from home all the time a four-day work week would be beneficial still um for me personally i just like the fact of having flexibility when it comes to my schedule to be able to work more hours for less days or maybe more days but less hours right um, also, the flexibility to work from home and work in the office, right? Sometimes I don't want to leave, right? It's winter, but then sometimes it's summer, and maybe a group of us after our shift, we might be going out. So as long as there's flexibility and a, and a company can provide that, and that's why I think companies really need to invest in their forecasting systems to ensure that we can allow that flexibility. And I think 
four days, five days. Hey, I know some people even want to work seven days, right? Which is crazy. Because I, I feel like if you have your own business, though, maybe that's something. But seven days for a normal person? Yeah, no, 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 that. No, no, no. No, you actually know people like that? Yeah, no, no, legit, legit. Uh, Yeah, I might, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just that it's just they they want to stay occupied, right? There, there's so many other things you can do though. It's kind of is it's their their mobility is not the best. It's this is just them, so right they want to stay occupied, right? They don't really leave because of health issues, right? That's um, to be honest, like. Especially when it's not your own business. I understand if it's your own business, you know, especially if it's like you're an entrepreneur, you know, you have a partnership, whatever. But like when you're an employee and you're that dedicated and it and it, 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 it some, sometimes to me, I look at it as being a bit sad because it's like, man, is there nothing else going on that you would rather, you know, spend time doing? You know, you just want to work like, ugh, man, it's ridiculous, man. For what work? No, well, sometimes seven days though. Like it's pretty intense. But, but what if you're? Hey, Ron, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. If if I could be a Disney actor, hey, and work seven days, I I don't mind. But I feel like when you're an employee, it's a bit different, you know. Like if you own your own business, so like if even if you're like an artist or something, you know, like working going on concert tours and stuff like these guys are working extended periods of time where they work and then they'll have times when i'm sure they're off they're not like literally working every single day i do feel like the rest and relaxation is necessary but like if you personally believe that like you would prefer working seven days a week that to me i i do view it as sad because it's like man like is there nothing else that you would rather do other than, you know, clock in, work, you know, do this. Because most jobs, like, I guess that you can't say this for every job, but, like, most of the jobs out there, a lot of people don't feel like they get paid enough to do the jobs. So, you know, like, to be an employee for seven days a week, that's, that's pretty intense, man. And to me, it's just, like I said, sad. The reason why I know it's possible for someone to just be happy to come in to come into uh, the office to work their their job and be able to do it seven days is because Ron, you got to remember, there are people that adults who do volunteer work, right? But that's not the same. But right? they're doing they're doing a job that potentially could be a you know they could get paid for, but they're doing it for free. But that's different, right? Like, that, that's what I mean. Is there nothing else that you would like to do other than working? You know what I mean? Like, if you're working as a volunteer, that's different. You're giving your time to do something. I know that money is important, but, like, you know, the amount of money that you're getting um, normally when you work, especially, like, shift jobs or, like, just any of, like, the average jobs that we have in uh, out there, it's not necessarily, like, that lucrative what you're making. So that's why okay. I'm like, okay, it seems pretty sad that you're okay with that. Um, but like, again, I do understand there are situations where there are some people that may actually work 
you know, it does seem worth their while too because of the amount of money that they're making as well. You know, so that's fine. But I do feel that like one of the things that we very much lack here in North America is the ability to appropriately rest. We've created this standard where, you know, we always got to be available to the customer at any time. So they call, somebody's there to answer the phone. If they come in, somebody's there to service them. It almost seems as if if you're not doing that, then people don't think that you're doing what you need to do to stay relevant. And that to me is crazy. Like, I feel like the way we had it a little bit before, when I was a kid, I remember Sundays, things close early. Saturdays, things close early. A lot of times, you know, things would actually shut down. There wasn't the expectation that you would be there, you know, from 12 to 12 every day. But Ron, the way how this world is right now with all the competition, um, everybody wants to have their hand in that pie, right? To now the point, like, Ron, look, now everything is even being, there is competition virtually now, right? With all, with NFTs, for instance, right? So you have to be available. Remember, the, the best ability is availability, okay? Remember that. If you're not available, then what's the point? You're going to be lost. I think that this is why um, robots, you know, computers, like AI, this is why it's definitely going to become a thing because of this expectation. I feel like that humans have like limited, they have limits to what they can do. You know, I know that there's some things that we can do that are extraordinary, but we have limits. And it just seems like the expectations of this world is pushing those limits to the edge. And that's why things like robots and AI is like coming into play yeah. because it's almost required, you know, in order to meet the expectations that customers have. But I think that that's we're like by us, you know, making this an option for customers. It's like we're doing a disservice to our employees in general, because then it's like the expectations that the customers have are so high. You know, one of the things I always seem to, like, hate is, like, escalations, for example. It's like, you don't get something, and then you complain for, about whatever the bad service was, and then you should get something for this. I get that some people truly don't do their job, but there's specific times where I think that some people are just kind of taking advantage of a situation. And, you know, granted, like... I don't know what they're going through. It's just that sometimes you can get that vibe. One of the worst escalations, though, I ever had was I told somebody something that they didn't really want to hear. And I, ask, I, I told them, like, my manager is basically going to say the exact same thing. So then he's like, I don't care. I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to your manager. My manager legitimately told him the exact same thing. And then he's like, okay. So then my manager's like, because I told my manager in advance of this call, he was like expecting to get resistance and he got none. And he's like, wait, so then this is exactly what Ron said to you. Why did you want to speak to me? He's like, I just didn't want to talk to him anymore. You know what I mean? And it's just like, that's the type of people we have. We do have people like that, right? You know what I mean? It's just like, so then when I experienced that, Jack. 
you know, now I'm a little bit like more skeptical when people are asking for escalations because some people just, you know, it's like they just don't want to talk to you. They just want to hear it from somebody that they feel is, you know, quote unquote, more important than you. And that's another thing that we've done that's a disservice. Like sometimes it should be okay for us to tell them, no, you know, you're not going to talk to a manager because your concerns are not valid, you know, but it's really hard to get that across, especially with the world that we've created. It, you know, it really sucks when um, there's an escalation, when it actually does get passed on and they actually get what they want. It's the worst. I hate it. Oh, it pisses me off so much, man. Like, sometimes. I was just going to say, sorry, um, if I cut you off. I feel that, like, it's it's fine if they have legitimate concerns. I've seen ones where I wish I could have given them more, but I couldn't. You know, and I, I, had, I did actually encourage them to, you know, like, go to the escalation to see if they can get something. You know, sometimes, you, you know, like, based on the situation, based on the circumstances, it may be in their best interest to take it because we may have dropped the ball. But then there's other times where you know when you're really dug in and you know that it doesn't make any sense and you do feel that if you do send it to escalations, they may get what they want just because they're like, you know, we're thinking about customer retention or whatever. It's just like, oh my God, why? Why? And then they get what they want and you're just like, man, like, we're just rewarding bad behavior, man. It's like a kid, man. The kid screams, cries every time they want something and you give it to them every single time. What do you think the kid's going to do every single time? Yeah, exactly. And then the, and what it, what it does for your, your own staff, I think that's the most dangerous thing because now they kind of, they have the mindset of like, what's the point of me fighting? Because if you guys are just going to give them what they want, I'm just going to run directly to you and say, hey, someone wants this, someone wants that. And then that just, you know, it adds on. Because at, uh, at one of my other jobs, there was a, the way how it works is if someone wants to speak to a manager, they have to call a different department, right? And then that's that department first. And then they would go to the supervisor and then manager after. Mm -hmm. So then what would happen is they would just call that. Now, that department, uh, it would be called loyalty department, right? That loyalty department per shift would probably have three people, right? But in a call center, there will be maybe over 100. So now mm -hmm. what will happen is right escalations would happen oh you know what i'm not gonna fight they'll just call loyalty and now that queue would have a long wait time and now you know people aren't able to pick up calls that are coming into the queue so now mm -hmm. it starts messing up the whole call flow of the whole business because you're demotivating your your employees so I feel in those aspects, you just need to give your employees a lot of power and then only for crazy, crazy situations, 
you know, those one case, those one offs, then, yeah, obviously it happens. But sometimes I see it happen a little too often than what it should be. Yeah, it, it's it's that whole culture where it's like if you call and complain, you're going to get something. It's doing a disservice to employees for sure. Even people that run small businesses, you know, it makes it harder for them to compete because they don't have as much of, I guess, resources as like a big corporation would have. So then it just puts them at a disadvantage. That's just my thought on this. But like something like a four day work week, especially without with you not increasing the amount of hours so let's say even if it is four days at 10 hours i'm pretty sure most people would be okay with that you know like it's not like that crazy especially if you're gonna get three days off it just allows you to have more time to relax i i can see it being a good vibe you know and then you add in long weekends too you know on occasion that could be four day work week like i'm telling you man i feel like it could do a lot of good for people especially if they're going to encourage people to go back in the office because being two years at home or spending two years at home, come on, man. Like now you're telling me to go back in the office. That's going to be hard for me to accept for sure. Ron, I don't trust it, man. I feel like if they allow the four day work week, we're going to have to pay in a different area. I don't know what it's going to be, but I don't trust it. Just leave it as it is. I, I I rather the devil I see than the devil that what is it the devil um the devil I know, I know versus the devil I don't the de- yeah versus the devil I don't so let me just give me this five and my two days off you know before you guys mess up because like I feel like what they'll do is you know all those uh, long weekends like mo- majority of our holidays are on Fridays or on a Monday right. I feel like because there's that day off, let's say your day off is on a Monday or a Friday, you know, we may miss out on the opportunity of receiving a holiday pay because it's a day off before the holiday pay. Like, Ron, they're going to try something to kind of avoid paying us more money. Hey, man, like for less work. I you there they always there's always something under their sleeve if they're doing this like you know that for sure but i'm just saying knowing that especially the fact that a lot of places are possibly going to start going back into the office i think a four-day work week may help especially if you don't have the whole hybrid rollout where you can be home sometimes and then work the other times if you don't have that man you got to give them a bone because I've done the drive to the office a couple of times, you know, when things started getting loosened up and I don't even remember how the commute is. Like, I don't remember how early I have to leave. Like I was always late. You'd be in traffic. You're just like, <laughs> man, like this is not fun. You know, like you, you know me, like I'm a morning person. I could wake up, you know, do a yes, little bit of yes, exercise, go on a walk, do my stuff. And then I could literally just turn on my computer five minutes before my shift. And I'm good to go. Instead, you know, if I have to go in the office, everything I do has to be done real early, you know, and then I still have to leave enough time to get into the office. You know, I have to be there on time. I got to log on, you know, then I work, you know, and when I'm done work, I leave. Then I got to be in rush hour again. 
it's like it's not it's not it man it definitely is not it especially with bad weather like we're we're having this week you know like come on man i don't want to be driving in this garbage you know what ron i that is that is fair if if staff employees need to be in the office they should work a four-day work week their work week should only be four days i agree with you 100 percent if it's a hybrid model, yeah. then it could be five. Yeah, like just give us something. Give them a bone so they could at least can you know feel better about themselves. Especially now, it's such a dramatic shift. You know, I know they're giving us a bit of time, but it's gonna be dramatic for some, like very dramatic. Hey, I, I like the fact how you're practicing. Uh, your your drive to work, eh? Is this isn't a sport, eh? You're not like is this the Olympics or something? Look at you, NASCAR driver. <laughs> this guy's something else, man. Um, did you? I know you watched the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, I did. We had a conversation about the game as well as the halftime show. Uh, we'll start with the game. I thought that the game was all right. Come, it could have been better. Could have been better. I I tell you all the time, I hate whenever officials insert themselves in the game. Fair enough. That is always my biggest pet peeve. That face mask that they miss, all those penalties they call on the last scoring drive for LA, it just didn't sit well with me, man. It didn't. But, you know, like, the Rams were a really good team. They basically traded, what? the first four round of draft picks for the next two years to win this Super Bowl, it seems. So, hey, man. Paid off. They won. They're a good team. It paid off, so everything's good for them. But um, It paid off. Yeah, go. What do you think? I, I enjoyed the game. Um, Now, I will say because there wasn't the big, big names, you know, the Tom Brady's, there were big names, man. You're just not that big of a football yeah, no, fan, no, I but don't think. Yeah, you know, we got the, the Cooper Cup. Yeah, you know, you got... The, I, I know, but... Odell Beckham Jr.? Yeah, he well, he kind of he kind of slipped off, Ron. He he kind of slipped. He His name is still big, but his, he kind of slipped. He kind of slipped. If you, talk, if you talk to Joe, man, our boy Baker Mayfield, or his boy Baker Mayfield, I don't know, man. That guy, he made him look suspect for a couple of years. And then he came to L.A., he had a decent quarterback, and now he looks like, you know, OBJ before, you know, he went to Cleveland again. So I don't know what to say, man. He's a star. Aaron Donald is, like, the best defensive player. Yes. Jalen Ramsey is the best DB. Like, they have a lot of big names in this game. I think it's because they didn't have the biggest name. Tom Brady. Oh my god! I, I think yeah. that's like what it was. Guys, stop! Stop being like Skip. Stop being like Shannon. Like you don't need to see the best or the greatest or whatever all the time. You can see the other people. There's a lot of good football players. Ron. Ron. He's the. He's. It's like you know when the NBA Finals didn't have LeBron James and how ratings just dropped. Well. I, I I I don't give a damn. The Raptors won one that time, <laughs> so I'm good with that. I agree. I agree. I agree. But it it didn't have Tom Brady. Like 
Stop this, Mike. Don't be this guy. Don't be this guy. I'm sorry, man. Like, come I'm sorry. on, man. I'm sorry. Don't be this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Joe's going to be so uh, proud of me, man, talking like this. <laughs> I don't know, man. What about the halftime show, though? Oh, it was amazing. It was sick. It was it was amazing, man. Like, like I, I'll... Okay. Yes. The show didn't have, like, uh, a couple years back when Beyonce and uh, Bruno Mars. I understand, you know, they had the whole dancing and the flair, and it, that was spectacular. I understand that this Super Bowl didn't have that, but it was more of a celebration. You know, seeing Dr. Dre after everything he went through last year. Um, we see Snoop Dogg, you know, still showing his youth. We see Mary J. Jeez, like she still got it, you know. Then we see 50, you know, ha, yo, Ron, Ron, the man is, yeah, people are saying, nah, he's not 50 cent no more. He a whole dollar, man. Yo. <laughs> people saying he a whole dollar, you know. And then Kendrick Lamar, oh, man, what well, he did, amazing. And then Eminem, like, and just to see how they they uh the the setup the set how it was some parts of it were um special iconic places in Com Compton and then they had the whole map of Compton the satellite view oh Ron it was nice yes he didn't have the the flips and the and the woo and the and the this the circus show and all that, but it was like a celebration, like it was going back in time. Like Ron, I felt like an OG, you know. Like I was around my siblings, and I'm like, I'm I'm singing the song, I'm rapping, I'm I'm doing the I'm doing the this guy's crip I was crip rocking, <laughs> and and they're like they're like whoa, and I felt like an OG, like I was like yeah, this is me, uh huh, and they're like okay, like I felt like. I felt like, I don't know, Ron. I just felt cool about it, you know? So. The music is definitely nostalgic. In my opinion, it is probably, I don't know, it's definitely in the top five of Super Bowl um, halftime shows that I've watched, for sure. I still can't put it above Prince. still can't put it above Beyonce, but it was really good. That's um, fair. That's fair. Cause those were those were amazing. I I I didn't see. I saw parts of the Prince. I saw all, the whole Beyonce one. Even the Michael Jackson one. Jeez, like, who? Like that one is definitely before my time. I know I was a kid, but like I I didn't actually see it live. So I've seen it, but it doesn't feel the same. You know, when you're not actually a part of it. Yeah. 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 No. I. Fair enough. Fair enough. But it was good. It was Even the Lady Gaga one was I, pretty good. No, that one is definitely up there too. But um, it's just like it was good. I, I don't know. There's something about it when I see, when I was seeing 50 Cent like reenact the goat, you know, in goat. the club. Goat. I was just goat. like, yo, honestly, man, like why? Why does he have to dress like, because he's not the same. Like, you know, I, I've gotten older, you know, and I know that my body's not the same. You know, I just accept it and I dress the same way. Or I don't dress the same way. I, I, I dress a bit differently. 
<laughs> you know, you should have wore a different fit, man. But other than that, <laughs> I think it was all right, you know. Nah, man. Yo, yo, 50 did his thing. 50 did his thing. Let's Yo, he did his he thing, did his man. Thing. But, like, come he on, He did his man. thing. Like, guys like 50, man. Come on. <laughs> No, no, no. Yo, 50, 50, 50. Don't listen to her. Don't listen to Ron. Don't listen to Ron. He surely is not listening listen to, to me. Ron. Don't worry Don't about that. Ron. <laughs> Don't listen to Ron. Yo, you did your thing. Like, you can find me in the club. Woo, Ron. I remember when that track came out. Yo, it was, it, it had the record for, at that time, it had the record for the most number one hits. I think it was like 20, it was some odd, it was like some 20 odd weeks. I believe he he was like I remember that was when I was in grade nine. This guy was like he was a big deal back then. Yeah, and he was one of my favorite artists. You know, I don't know what you heard about me, but you can't get a dollar out of me. I'm not gonna let no perm you can't see, cause I'm a yo. Is that pi? Is that actually the lyrics, man? I. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the, <laughs> I, it's the remix. So you know, yeah, it's the mic remix. I get it. I get it. This guy's something else, man. But hey, man. But hey, like, and you know what happens when you when you perform uh, during the Super Bowl halftime show? Hey, your your life for the next year is gonna t- is going to be very blessed. So. All those guys are gonna get some good endorsements. We're gonna see them in all the commercials, some new TV show episodes. Hey, watch. They all are, in my opinion, right now doing big things. Uh, maybe Kendrick Lamar will come out with an album. That'd be nice to see finally. Yeah, it's been a few years, so we'll go from there. Oh, he and he's putting out. He already has a few tracks out. Yeah, we're gonna see that album. Ooh, that album's going to. It's, he's gonna win a few awards. He performed Super Bowl and he dropped an album. Oh, Ron, he's winning a few awards this year. Guaranteed. We'll see for sure. He has it. He has it. We'll see, man. I'm hoping. Like, that's all it is. I like to listen to my artists. The artists I enjoy listening to, I like to listen to them. You know, I like to listen to new music, see how they've aged. it's, It's really good. So... I hope something comes up so I can enjoy that. But uh, Flow 93.5 Radio, I, I guess it's, it's been rebranded now. Like it's part of G98.7, I think. I don't know. Um, people are saying that it's gone. A lot of the MCs are gone and people are not enjoying this. To be honest, I, I don't even listen to the radio <laughs> other than like the classical music station. Um, honestly, everything is on my phone. I have Apple Music, just download songs, drive, listen to my music the whole time, or a podcast. That's it. So I found it interesting that people were complaining about this. Yeah. Um, I, I listen to the radio a little bit, like, cause you know, I can't listen to no swearing music around my parents. So just pop on the radio or I'm listening to some type of sports, but yeah, it's the radio. Like, eh, do, do we really care about that? You know, there's podcasts. If you want to get people's opinions, you know, there's Apple music, Spotify, 
whatever other, you know, SoundCloud, YouTube music. You can use so many platforms to get music. Um, and they have all the top trending tracks, you know, as well. So you can see what's on the radio on those um, platforms as well. Even Tidal, I forgot about them. So it's just like, just do your thing, man. You don't really need the radio. If it's that big of a deal, just, you know, just download the music and listen to what you want to listen to, man. Yeah, like you don't even, I thought, at one point I thought that the radio had one purpose. And the and I thought it was to um, listen to the news for traffic. But you got Google, Google Map, you have Waze, you have Apple Map. so. You don't even need the radio for that. I know, like, it's just, if you're prepared, if you just look at these things, you'll be good. But I don't know, I just, it, it, like, I know it's an iconic station. You know, it's been around for quite a long time. Now that's being rebranded, it's kind of like, you know, end of another era. There's a lot of those things happening now. But, you know, like, you can go download music. That's, like, the key, man. Like, I personally do not really know anyone before I heard you say this today that actually listens to, you know, the radio here. It's normally I hear people listen to maybe, I don't know, like uh, Sirius XM radio. That's usually when I hear people listen to the radio. Never really hear. So I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong, you know, like maybe it is still a platform that a lot of people use. And I'm sorry that, you know, like the plat- this station is gone. If you were one of the people that was a frequent listener. Yep. Um, but one thing I hope that they continue with the with the rap hip hop and they just don't completely wipe it out. I don't think they ever will, because like rap is, in my opinion, it's one of the most popular genres of music, rap and R&B. You know, so it, there's a high chance it'll still be around for a few years. Or for many years. When you say a few years, that means that it's going to die soon. <laughs> hey, you got to remember, there is trans. Remember, at one point, it was all about classical music. And then it was all about. Like, look at the transition over over the years, right? But remember, this is there's so many different types of pe- music out there. You know, every region is different, man. Like, like rap is fairly new. Prob- rap is new, yeah, yeah, and it's it's everywhere now. It's uh, to me, it's like the music for like the younger generation. That's like one of the main genres for younger people. So that's why I don't think it's gonna go. And I feel like as you get older. R&B is like the main genre for, you know, people that are a bit older. You know, then you have all the cultural stuff, you know. Like, it'll be around for a while. I, I'm convinced of it. I, I, don't, I don't see it going away. No way. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked. I would be, to be honest with you. I give it, I give it the way how I was, I'm listening to some of these new music, and it's, I miss you. You. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Rap is. Maybe it'll. It'll come back. It'll make like a full circle. It'll disappear for a little bit, but I give it maybe twenty to forty years. It's niche to some people. I don't think. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be uh, around forever. 
So just remember, we'll see. You know, jazz is no more. Like okay, ja- no jazz is still out. There, jazz man. is, but I the know way how jazz people, the way how it was up there, and it was, and it had, it was like so wanted and urged for. And but it's now popular music. Like hip hop is like pop music. Like that's why they call it like some people call it hip hop. You know, like they actually are one of the most popular sounds of music out there. That's why I feel that it's going to be around for a long time, if not forever. Fair, fair point. Yeah, that that's just my opinion though. So whatever. Twenty years. <laughs> Yo, the, you sent me an article that was really crazy. There was this um, girl that had been missing for two years, and she was found for with her non-custodial but biological parents two years after the fact. The thing that was crazy about this is that the police had always suspected that she or was with her biological parents, so they kept going to the house that they felt she was at, and they were never able to find her. But then they finally, after two years, got a credible witness, you know, who allowed them, based on their testimony, to get uh, a subpoena, or uh, what do you call it when they're able to go into the house? A warrant? A search warrant, a search warrant, you know. They got the warrant, they went in there, and then they found this girl, in like a Harry Potter size like <laughs> compartment in the underneath the stairs. This shit is crazy, man. Like when I heard this, I was like, what the hell is going on? And you know, like I guess if you're just looking at it, it's like she's with her biological parents. You know, so people are like, why why is this such a big deal? I, I don't know why the parents lost the kid to begin with. She has another sister, an older sister, who was not with them. And it, it's like, I, I think this is just a weird situation. Because this kid definitely was not living a normal life. Being living in this house for two years, you know, and hiding, that's, that's just crazy. Um, yeah, and when the child went to the hospital, uh, it's a it's good thing. Uh, they examine and said everything is a-okay with her so um she's in good health yo sometimes parents man you could make some bad mistakes and you get penalized for your mistakes and then you try to you try to do you try to use powers out of your control to kind of fix your mistakes but you got to Man, you got to sometimes, you just got to hold that L and deal with it. Like, you don't do this. This is crazy, man. Like, two years? Because this was a crazy thing about it. The police officer was driving, and then they passed by McDonald's. And then the little girl's like, is that a McDonald's? And the police officer's like, yeah. And, she, and the little girl's like, yeah, I haven't had it in a long time. Police officer turned around and got her some f- McDonald's, right? For the little girl to, one, ask if that is a McDonald's. That's how you know she hasn't seen one in that long. 
this calls into question why the parents lost custody, you know? Decision-making seems to be poor in this situation. You know, they lost custody, and then their reaction is to kidnap their child. You know, it's like, what? And then everyone suspects you, so now you're hiding the child all the time. Two years long? This is crazy. Like, I feel that even though they said that there's no physical harm that was done, they definitely have done some sort of psychological harm. Agree. You know, for sure. So if they had any chance of getting custody of their children, I feel like, you know, the percentages have dropped significantly. You know, like after this whole fiasco for two years, man. Absolutely insane. Oh, shoot, Ron. You know what just hit me? Oh, man. What? Okay, so the grandpa, he also mm-hmm. is in trouble. Usually in those situations, if mom and dad can't, if they mom and dad lose custody, then usually the grandparents can probably step in. Yo, not even grandpa was able to get custody. Oh, but like, think about it. In this situation, they're even staying at his house. That's the house they're staying at. So he must be messed up too. Wow, yo, Ron, it just, that's, yeah, yeah. It's a mess, man. Like this, this whole thing is just a disaster. I don't get it. When I saw it, you know, my first inclination was to be like, she's with the biological parents, not that. But then I thought about it a little bit more, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Why would they take custody away from them? Two there has to years. be a serious reason why. You know, and then now she's, they've held her for two years away from people. Like, you know, these guys were coming to the house. Apparently, the articles, the articles said 12 times. 12 times they went to the house before they got a search warrant. That is insane. And they weren't able to find her because the family would not allow her there. So it's like they knew they were up to no good. But like, that's one of the things that really is hard with, um, I guess it's the good and bad with like the justice system. They can't just walk in guns blazing and just say, I know she's here off a hunch and then go in there. But sometimes when you know, I feel like, you know, they should make an exception. When it involves someone's life, I think that's when they need to be going in guns blazing. You know, this is a life we're talking about. Like, once it's gone, it's gone. So, it's true. Like, you go in guns blazing and do your best to, because, like, look, two years, right? Two years of a young child living under those conditions, Ron, like, that could really have a severe impact. It will probably, hopefully, it doesn't. But, right? If we're gonna if we're gonna go off of probability, it could have a very severe impact on her psyche, on her mental well being, right? So, like, look, sure. like, look, if they went guns blazing the first time, the first few times, boom, things would have been, things would have been okay. Those three won't wouldn't have been on the streets, right? So, let's. Yeah, well, I, I'm out here saying let's do something about it, but, you know, what can I really do, right? I'm, it's already done, man. Yep. Hopefully it's good. Yep. So. This, this isn't my world. I'm just, you know, living in it, so. It definitely isn't your world, man. We're just in it, you know, like, that's it, man. It's such a big world out there, man. 
can't really do anything, yeah. you know, other than control our own destinies to some degree. Our own destinies. Yeah, our own destinies. That's all we can control. And speaking of destinies, man, you finally watched a Tinder swindler. Jeez. Yo, Ron, 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 Ron. What is going on? I have no clue. (laughs) I advise everyone, if you have a loved one, male or female or you know what? It doesn't even matter. Just I recommend everyone watch it because please, like when red flags are up and they're about and they're showing, please do not ignore them and stay away because like Ron, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I did ask a guy. Right. I asked the male. I want to, you know, because I have my for me, I like obviously I have my perspective, but I wanted another male's perspective. Right. So I asked one of my boys, I was like, yo, if you were on Tinder and you swiped and you saw a girl, you know, you like her, you guys became a match. And then she. Wine and dined you, let's say like she's like, yo, I'm leaving Toronto tonight and I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to Vegas come with me and i'm like yo would you go you know the man said yeah i would i was like wait really bro i'm like yeah man i'll go like i would i would like while at the airport i'm gonna ask her for her information and everything i'm like but bro you would really go like you don't know who she is and i'm like and then so he's like he would go so i was like okay cool cool ron would you go so Ron, you would go in eh? someone that's been online dating. Like I can say for sure that I would not go to Las Vegas after one day. Come on, man. Okay, just have I to got check. like I remember one time I I like on online dating I got like I got a match or I found a match. We had messaged for like about a week, and then we were supposed to go to. Um, movie or something or go chill and it was just like it was not like you know like the pictures it wasn't the same person the pictures huh? were probably from like five years ago or something so there was a lot of changes so like i didn't even <laughs> recognize the person when i saw that <laughs> so like i so then technically i've been catfished like someone told me that i got catfished so i was like yeah i got catfished it was the same person just you know some modifications some modifications you know so it was a different person and like after that experience that happened to me like maybe i think it was 2013 um that at that point i was like like honestly i'm not just meeting anybody online i need to make sure they need to prove to me that they look the same as what I'm seeing in the pictures before we interact, because it's just like, you know, if you're willing to lie about that, then what else are you willing to lie about? But with this specific issue, like, I was like, the way that he lures them in was pretty clever. 
you know, he kind of like just flosses like crazy mm-hmm. to the point where you can't like, like most people are not that, you know, vindictive, you know, where they're doing this type of foolishness. So I guess you can buy into it once. He asked for the first loan. I could be like, okay, you know, like maybe. I wouldn't give the money, but I could be like, okay, maybe. The second loan, when he increased it to like 25000 I was like, okay, you know what? I can even live with that one. But anything beyond that, when this, when this lady took out 250000 that was when I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What in the hell is going on here? You're just going to sign that over to some random dude you've known for a month? She loves him. Come on, man. She loves him. Yo, no, no, we got, we got to stop this, man. We need to stop. Ron, she loves him. This stuff is insane. Love conquers all. How can you fall in love with somebody after a month? Wait, 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 wait. hold on. That's Ron. No, no, no. I'm going to be honest. It is possible. Like you could actually love someone after a month. My, Mike, Mike, Mike. I mean, like, love them and be willing to give them your full, full, full trust within a month. So, but it clearly happened. We, you know, it, it, it happened. Bro, it happened with how many girls, too, that he did it with. That's the part that really gets so, me. It's just like, man, so clearly this it's, is crazy. It's, so clearly it's love. Like, no. So you don't think at least one of them genuinely loved him? No, I didn't say that they didn't, but I'm just saying that, like, man, you got to, you know, take a step back and look at this, you know, with a critical eye sometimes. Because, like, I'm not trying to victim blame, but I'm just looking at it like these ladies that got swindled are still paying, it seems like. Oh, oh yeah, you they know, are. At the time, at the time that, that I finished watching it, it said at the end that they're still paying for this, and this guy's living his life. You definitely got to be a lot smarter when it comes to this type of stuff, man. This dating can't just put your full trust into people just like this, especially when they're asking for this kind of money this quick. This is a huge, huge, huge red flag. Huge. Hey, yo, hey, but shout out to that last girl that got somewhat um, revenge by, hey, uh, by getting his clothes and selling it. Hey, shout out to her. Shout out to her for bro for doing that. $100,000, $100,000 euro, like 250,000 euro. That is not a little bit of money, man. These ladies were literally just they made really bad decisions. I I feel bad for them to be honest, but like my god, you got to be more critical with this type of stuff, man. You can't just be this emotional when you're making these type of decisions. It's crazy. Uh Ron, so you know what's so funny? Well, okay, it's not really funny. Sorry. Or you know what? It is funny. Um so <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. It is funny. Uh you know they have a GoFundMe? Those girls do? Yeah, they have a GoFundMe. So the goal is Six hundred thousand, um, I think it's euro. It's the one that looks like the letter E. Yeah, so it's euro. With the two lines. Yeah, yeah it's so euro. Right now they have raised a hundred and forty-two thousand nine hundred and fifty-six dollars. So, we're they're. This is 
eight. This is crazy. Five hundred and twenty-six uh, people donated. This is craziness, man. Uh top. This is what it is, man. Top donation, uh, three thousand. Bro, this is this is craziness. Like you see, this this is how crazy this thing is. They actually got swindled. This man went to prison for what, fifteen months? Left on good behavior. <laughs> now this man, now this man's just chilling in Israel. Oh shoot! Just, you know, living life. Oh, okay, I could get back by accident. I click donate. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how much would you have donated? You know, Yo, Ron, how Ron, much would you have Ron. if you were if you had liquid money like that? Ron, 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 Ron. Ron, come on, man. Come on, man. Ron, honestly, Ron, nah, nah, nah. I'm not giving them no money. Like, like, I'm sorry that that happened. I'll be honest. You know what? I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. The last female, he actually, it actually seemed like, well, you know what? She gave him a hundred, man. She gave him money, bro. <laughs> yo, Rod. Yo, it's crazy. No, no, because because yo, they were they were they were dating for like almost two years. So I'm like, okay, it's pretty. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, you know, maybe he turned a uh, he turned a new page. Like he got caught, then he's like, okay, you know, I gotta I gotta change my ways. I'm gonna be good from now on. But then, yo, when she's like a hundred k, I'm like, yo, this man is moving nice. <laughs> this guy is something else, but he lived a good life. He got cut. Maybe he's never gonna be able to do this again. But he lived a good life for a short period of time. That's for sure. Ron, would you donate? This is ridiculous. No way. Not a chance in hell, man. No way. What if you had the cash? This is, bro, if I had the cash, I would not be donating either way. This is not the type of thing. Like, to be honest, man, like, it's just like, you're not being critical. You know, like, it, it, you, you got to think about it. Like, first of all, like, when I was watching it with it, watching it with my friend, we had said, like, a person that his father is like a billionaire or a millionaire or whatever being on tinder you know like getting death threats and you don't hear anything about it in the news you don't hear anything about his father it's just strictly him like that that that's like you know questionable to me you know like you're the son wouldn't your dad who's actually the billionaire be the one that's you know, in trouble in these situations. And if you were in trouble, wouldn't your dad give you money? Instead, the girls that you're with are the ones giving you money? That's kind of crazy. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, it, the critical thinking didn't come on, you know? At some point, it has to click. Yeah, you're, you're making me, you're, I feel like I want to donate still. Bro, do your thing, man. If you want to donate, donate, man. Say, uh, title it uh, KNN Podcast, you know? So that it looks like I helped too. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is a good? Uh, what would you say is the right amount? I should. I can't. I can't make that decision for you, man. I already said I wouldn't give anything. So, hey, man, you tell me. I'm gonna give them fifteen dollars. You see, that's nice of you, man. That's nice of you. It's like one month of Netflix. <laughs> 
there was another man, an Ontario man, that got uh, hustled out of uh, $2,700 on Instagram. Um, so somebody hacked his friend's account, and then he got hustled. Oh my he God. gave the man this money, and I was like, "Wow, like, man, this is this is this is how the scam. This is how it's moving. This is how Instagram's moving, eh? You could just finesse your own friends like this. I know it's not his friend that did it, but like, his friend's account got hacked. Like, his friend didn't send a message, be like, "Yo, I got hacked. Like, what's going on here, man?" Like, I see it like this: if Okay, we we need to put some res- responsibility and some blame on these platforms. In this Tinder swindler situation, that's all on the users. You know, you can't blame the platform. You can't blame Tinder at all because, you know, you chose to send him the money. You chose to get on the planes. You chose to get in the nice cars, right? But when it comes to like someone's account being hacked and then a hacker acting as if like Ron, what if I'm like, I send you things on Instagram, right? What if someone hacked my account and sent you things? You're autumn. You're obviously going to assume it's me, but why are these hackers easily able to hack accounts? Right? Like what I think Instagram should, they need to sometimes they need to really tighten up. Cause I'm seeing a lot of people's accounts being hacked these days where in their stories I'm seeing, hey, um, <laughs> I just trade this stock and I made a 4K in just five days. Click this link to see how I did it. Oh. And it's starting to get a little believable, you know, Ron, because I, 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 I know <laughs> these people, right? So they need to they need to tighten that up like. If if you know I'm here in Canada and magically I log in Australia later on that <laughs> night, obviously it's not me. So maybe can you ping me to say, hey, you logged in in a location that's not where you regularly log in from. Can you please confirm? So... They need to do a better job on that. I have no idea why they like how it's so easy to do this. It it's crazy. I I just find it questionable. Like th- this is the thing about giving money, you know. Like if somebody's asking me for money, like you know, I have to get it like through legitimate means. You know, what I mean, messaging me via Instagram and stuff like that. It's like why would I give you money? Like, especially if you're my friend, you know, like, wouldn't you text me if you needed money? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I always question a lot of these stories. I need to get the full context of it in order to see or give them a fair, like, assessment on whether or not I think that what they did is stupid or not. Because this is not adding up. I would never give anyone money through, like, Twitter or, you know, like, what is it, Instagram. You There's too much there's too much of a chance that you can get hustled, you know? You just wouldn't know who you're actually talking to fully because you know there's the ability to be hacked. Text me, call me, something like that, you know? What if they say they don't have service? No, but the, the, no, that's BS, man. I, I don't, like, honestly, if you're one of my friends, like, you would be able to get a hold of me. 
Ron, I don't have service. I'm only able to connect Bro, through data. Man. Bro, man, stop this, man. We're we're 30, yo. This stuff doesn't happen anymore. That excuse doesn't... It, yo, we're 30 now. That excuse doesn't work. What if... No, but if I'm in a situation where I'm going to need, you know, $25,000 from you, yeah, I'm in a situation I don't have service. So then how are you going to have no service and ask me for the money? Man? But I have data. That's what I mean. So I'm able to access my bank account still. So you can call me, man, and ask me. What do you mean call you? How can I call you? No, I, like... Like, call you... If my friend needs... If my friend needs money, they would not message me on Instagram to ask me for the money. That's weird. It is weird, but I'm in a weird situation. When I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm in a weird situation where I don't have service, but I'm able to have, I'm connected to Wi-Fi, so I can only reach you through Facebook, Instagram. That's BS, man. Email. It's BS, man. You can get a hold of people. I've traveled. I've been in. What if I lost my phone? Get... Bro, you could still contact me through Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. What if I lost my phone? Yo, Mike, Mike. Yo, honestly, this argument is very dumb. Nah, nah, it's nah, Ron. Happening. No, but Ron, but Ron, it's it's legit. What if I lost my phone and I I still have? What if I'm on vacation? I lose my phone, but you know when you're on vacation, you're able to use the hotel's uh computer you can also use the hotel's phone too i don't know your, what if i don't know your number by heart yeah man get out of here man like honestly moral of the story is i'm not giving anybody any money through instagram snapchat facebook nothing you gotta contact me if you need money from me that's why i find this questionable again i'm not victim blaming I just think that we got to think a little bit more critically, <laughs> you know, because when you lose this money, yo, honestly, you just got to chop it up. Like you got hustled, like the same thing that I look at with the girls. It's like you got hustled. You know, when you get hustled, nobody really helps you. Is the bank, you know what I mean? Is the banks wrong for still at telling them to pay it back? Yo, the bank, the bank got duped, yo, but they <laughs> are in a position of power. They got duped too, man. They're like, yo, you know what? This girl showed me like a bank statement that she makes $98,000 a month. So, okay, we're good with that. We can give you $250,000 with the credit. That's BS, man. And then the girl thought that they were going to give her some sort of clemency. That's not how this shit works. Yo, these guys want their money. They're getting their money, man. And they'll garnish your checks until they get their money back. They do whatever they need to do. That's why I'm saying you got to be a little bit more critical. You just got to chop it up to the game, man. Like, you just got duped, man. You lost the money and move on. And now, okay, Rod, last question about this. Last question. <laughs> um, you know, the if you were the, okay, you know how the third lady, female, how she's selling his clothes and still making money um, from selling his items, right? If you I ain't buying none of that. No, 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 not buying. But <laughs> okay. But if you were female, the first one or the second one, would you ask? Um, or no, no. If you were the third, and they asked you for some money, would you give it? Because for me, I'm saying no. no. 
Okay, 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 okay. Come on, I had to man. check, I had to check, I had to check. She ain't getting the $100,000 back off the close. I'd say max, she probably will get 10000 No, no, she no. She lost max, man. I seen her sell a, a few things for like three, four, five hundred dollars Bro, but like how much clothes does she cup? Could she possibly she had have two taken? big suitcases? And remember, this guy is kind of small, right? So, you know, those t shirts are <laughs> those t shirts are a pinch. Yeah, he's euro too. So, like, it's definitely pinch. <laughs> That's a swag over there. I don't know. We'll see. You know, maybe, maybe she donated to the GoFundMe too to help herself with the money. No, no, no. She wants, she wants to take, she's not trying to divide up the money into three, she wants it all to herself. I wouldn't. Hey, man, do whatever you got to do, man. They they increased by 2,000 already, so they're moving on up. You see, they're good, man. They're moving on up, man. Things are getting good, looking good for them. I'm still debating. Um, I'm still debating if I'm going to uh, donate or not. Just remember, when you donate, KNN Podcast, you know, let them know. Maybe we'll get listeners, uh, you know, out of those three, you know. Shout us out in their next uh, documentary. <laughs> hey yeah maybe we could follow them and then they can um i think they, i think for part two they need a return and have like a <laughs> confrontation you know they can all sit down yeah, and talk right. a, re- a red table that man that man is staying wherever he is he's staying the hell away from them too man no no no, no. the <laughs> oh, girls the sure. girls go back they'll probably go down to uh um wherever he is but they have to go over there he can't come over here because he will that probably a get globetrotter so he never says yo bro that man was leaving every day like every day he was on a plane to go somewhere else this guy's uh he's living a crazy lifestyle man that shit was insane but anyways man it's cool is there anything else you wanted to talk about today um no ron no like you know honestly i'm really happy you allowed me you you told me about the show you have another show for me another show tv show movie well like i know love is blind 2 came out or season 2 came yes out, i'm so up I'm to date i'm out. up to yo ron you know we'll wait till the season is over and we'll talk about it so after february you know we'll talk about it march the first week of march because my boy said the japanese version is better i'm not trying to read subtitles man <laughs> just be open to mind no 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 maybe it'll I, be better hey i watch money heist like i i'm oh yeah i forgot yeah about that one. it's just that like something like this like when it comes to relation, like action, I'm okay with reading the subtitle because I'm used to that, right? But when it comes to like mm-hmm. lovey dovey, I want to hear it, you know. I want to, I want to feel the love, you know. Can you feel the love, right? You, I know what you, you want to feel yeah. it, you know? I know what you mean. So it's it's hard, it, like you know, especially really hard when you're not from a place, exactly, you know, and like you don't really get how the the dudes and the girls the, how they move there, you know. So it's like you you don't fully understand their game. You don't understand what you're seeing. So that I get that. I know what you mean. You know, it's yeah. better to watch North American because it's a lot easier. Even like European, um, 
you know, we understand that a little bit better. So it's good. How, are you caught up? No, my, my, I saw it. I didn't watch it. And I feel like I'm going to watch it after this. You know, I'll watch at least an episode to get, you know, a sense of what's going on, man. I will say that it is already better than the previous, <laughs> like, Ron. There's some, there's some personalities. Um, okay. There's some, there's some heartbreaks. There's some tears of joy. And there's a hell of a lot of confusion. So, um, I guess I'm uh, gonna be uh, intrigued to watch it. You know, maybe if I catch up next week, we'll just talk about um, whatever the most recent episode was. All right, we'll go from I'll, there. I'll be waiting for you. Anything else from you? All right, man. No, I'm good, guys, and I'm good. Uh, thank you guys for listening to episode 45 of the Knowledge and Nonsense podcast. You guys can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. One love, guys. One love. Oh. oh. <laughs>